everyone and welcome to episode 12 of Raising the Bar. Welcome everybody and welcome to our first Christmas episode of the year. Absolutely, we're in the Christmas spirit now, now given it's December. So, we have gone on to a Christmas topic today and as they say in the film... It's still Christmas. Oh, Christmas isn't just a day, it's a frame of mind. Christmas is a frame of mind here, so this is going to be our episode about our top Christmas films. Yes, um, obviously there's plenty of classics out there that you all know, but what you don't know are mine and Aaron's favourites. So today is going to be all about the terrible stuff that we watch at Christmas. Oh, absolutely. So we're going to have some of the films that we enjoy, um, and then obviously our top five. We've gone shorter than the top tens, because if I'm completely honest, as much as I like the Christmas time, Christmas films aren't my favourites. But we have got five Christmas films that we enjoy, and um, hopefully you guys enjoy them too. Yeah, because we said before, should we keep? we'll keep this one to five, because we can't think of many. I'll be honest, I probably got think I thought of ten. But then I thought, well, one or two of them I'm only putting on there because I've watched them and I thought, yeah, they're all right. <laughs> Whereas five that I picked, to be fair, I probably could have done six or seven that I love. But these top five are definitely my definitive top five Christmas films for now. Yeah, so like you said about ten. Like I could think of ten, but you've got to think of ten you actually like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I could easily think of ten, but probably only like four or five of them. So it was quite easy to put them into five. So um, I've got mine. And have you got yours already? I do have mine ready. But as I am very... Well, I'm not the Grinch. I'm a very Christmassy person. I will let you go first, Aaron. You're a Christmassy person. Well, not, you know, in December I am. In December. Yeah, I'm the same. When it's December, I'm in the Christmas spirit. Before that, I'm not. So um, I've even said to Sophie, I've said, right, now that it's December, we can actually put our Christmas tree up. I know lots of people did it in November, but I said, now that it's December, we can actually do it. So weekend coming up, that'll be it. We're going to do the tree, um, and that should be all wonderful. So Ooh, lovely. she is very excited. She's already got all of it out. Bursting I'm sure Ernie is as well. I bet he's like, oh, Christmas. I'm sure he's going to be running around all the lights or trying to take all the tinsel away. That's what he usually does. So, um, so we're going to go with that. We're going to try and squeeze Penny into a Christmas jumper. We really, we, Rachel, Rachel really tried it. It didn't work. We'll give it another try. Last year we did the Christmas hat. That was funny. You know what's nice though? The good thing about Christmas films is about watching it together with family. Family Christmas. Speaking of which, I need to watch the new Fast and Furious film, Fast and Furious 9. I haven't there's, watched it yet. There's a reason I haven't watched it, because it's, <laughs> it's just getting worse and worse. They're getting more and more outlandish by the week, but, you know, but I look forward to I'm going to have to watch it. I was meant to watch it today, actually, but I didn't get a chance, so maybe I'll watch it tomorrow or something, so mm. we'll see what it's like, but did you want me to start there with my number five? I'll let you start, Mr. Aaron. Oh, you are just so kind. Well, I've actually, Jason told me off, because I had two at number five, and he said I couldn't have two, so I've mm. chosen one at number five, and I'll have another one as a little mention later. So my number five film of my top five Christmas films is Home Alone. Ooh. Oh, no. I love it. Well, Home Alone's a very good film. It's um, one of those ones that just gets everyone thinking and everyone loves watching it because it makes you feel happy because it's just sort of easy, mindless entertainment. And obviously the two bad guys are in it, which are really funny. And obviously you've got the boy left at home on his own. If you, have, if you haven't seen it, please, I urge you to watch it. Do not watch the terrible remake. Um, but just... <laughs> But watch the original one, because the original one is very, very good. So good, they even made a couple. This podcast is sponsored by Disney+, Plus, where you have great films such as Home Sweet Home Alone. (laughs) That is not a great film. So um, that is my number five. My number five, Home Alone. Great film. Everyone's heard of it. Um, I think if you had Sophie's, that would probably be number one or number two. But that's my number five. Launched a career of Macaulay Culkin as well. 
Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely massive Christmas film. What's happened to him now? Exactly. Well, the drugs yeah. don't work, as they said. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do not, Macaulay. They do not. Well, my number five, a bit different from Home Alone, but still a much-loved Christmas film. It is 2003's Love Actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was... Um, to be fair, there are a few films that I could have had on here, but like your typical rom-com Christmas, which Rachel was very happy with. Like The Holiday. Like The Holiday. Whether that's in my list or not, we will see. <laughs> but um, yeah, Love Actually. I love that film. It's um, The plot synopsis of it is, it says here on IMDb, eight London couples try to deal with their relationships in different ways. Their trust with love makes them discover how complicated relationships can be. Mm, and it's film. got a lot of different actors in this film, a lot of well-known faces. you got... Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson, Colin Firth, Kira Knightley, Chuetta Ejiofor, mm-hmm. Alan Rickman, Bill Nye, Emma Thompson, Andrew Lincoln. Oh, you mean Alan Rickman? Now I have a machine gun. Her, her, her. her. <laughs> and you have Gavin and Stacey's Joanna Page as well, and Martin Freeman. There's suit and Lerone Atkinson as well, who has one of the funniest parts in the film. Her, her. Oh. <laughs> but Rowan Atkinson probably has one of the funniest parts of the film which involves Alan Rickman when he um, gives in the gift and he's obviously in a rush to get it because he's cheating on his wife which you know, isn't great and he's yeah. like oh can I gift wrap it for you so he's like yes yes and he's just taking so long trying to get everything in there he's like can you get on with this and he's like but I have to do this part sir and he that. just keeps putting stuff in <laughs> and the funniest part of the film is the um, Rachel loves the scene when the Prime Minister's aide starts singing at the Christmas carol at the door. But my funniest bit is just after that when the kid in the octopus is in the limo and he's just sitting there and all of a sudden when they're having his heart-to-heart, Hugh Grant and Martin McCutcheon, he just goes, we're here now, and he just squeezes out the car. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just... And obviously you've got the guy who goes to America because he's like, American women love the English accent and he's just... Yeah. What's the actor's name again? Chris Marshall. That's him, he's a good actor, he is. He when he goes, he's in the bar and he goes... Harry Potter, <laughs> and they all start laughing. That's it. And he's like, um, the women go, how do you say this? And he's like, um, bottle. And they're like, bottle. They <laughs> <laughs> just think it's, it's so, he's so funny in that film, that guy. He is, but he's just such a fun, funny film all round. And yeah, it's a Christmas classic. Number five, Love Actually. Very nice. So good choice. So we're not number four. So mm. my number four Christmas film, almost an anti-Christmas film actually, because it's The Grinch. Oh, <laughs> it's very, very good. So obviously, if you've not heard about it, look it up about The Grinch. Um, and then you've got about how he basically hates Christmas, and you've got the people of Whoville, and he has to basically ruin their Christmas because he's the, he is The Grinch. Um, and yeah, it's re- I can't really describe it. It's a very good film, um, and definitely worth a watch. So similar to Scrooge very similar yes but it's very enjoyable Jim Carrey I believe plays the Grinch and he is very funny playing the character with um, voice by Benedict Cumberbatch oh really yeah he did an American accent but he sounds weirder in an American accent yeah strange isn't it yeah Strange having him as the Grinch, but yeah, he's um, but yeah, the Grinch, Mulan number four, um, a very good Christmas film, um, definitely recommended if you haven't already seen it. Um, it doesn't get that long either, which is perfect for my type yeah. of um, <laughs> my mem- my um, what's it called um, attention span. <laughs> so it's definitely my number four. So my number four film is The Grinch. Well, The Grinch, as you said, it's a Christmas classic, very similar to the story of Scrooge, and as Aaron said, it's very short as well, so perfect for him. 
<laughs> I thought for a second you were going to say my number four is also the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> my number four is not the Grinch. <laughs> oh, go on in, Jace. What's your number four? Well, I've always loved the Chronicles of Christmas. It is the Christmas Chronicles. Good choice. I love that film. <laughs> it's 2018 Netflix film starring Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. Um, to get the plot up, it is about two children, Kate and Teddy, who notice Santa Claus in their home and jump into a sleigh with his reindeer. However, the sleigh eventually malfunctions and crashes and the presents are lost. As Christmas morning approaches, it's up to the children and Santa to save Christmas by correctly delivering all of the presents. I was also going to say the sequel alongside it. Because then I thought, no, just one film. Yeah. And, um, Christmas Chronicles is really good. Yeah, it's really fun. Kurt Russell, I think, is really good as Santa as well. He doesn't he do like in um, Bad Santa, where it's like Santa, he's like an alcoholic, he's an idiot, and no one, he's not really likable. But this one's very much a Santa who's just fun, likes having, yeah, he he comes to Earth, he has fun, he even does a little sing song as well in the jailhouse, which is so good. <laughs> and... Yeah, it can, yeah, it's a really heartwarming film. I think the plot of it is that um, their pet, their dad died, and their dad was the one who loved Christmas. That's it. And the mum is quite busy; she's not really into that sort of thing. And the son is very much, oh, I don't want to do Christmas anymore. And then they find they capture Santa on camera, and then they jump into a sleigh and then they go off an adventure. I think that's why I like it because it's it's with a lot of films they're quite like up. Up's a film where it deals with a lot of heart-wrenching stuff, a lot of, yeah, that heart-wrenching issues, like his wife passing away. But it's such a heartwarming and uplifting film. And this is the same. It goes down that whole, you know, a father who passes away, they're very much anti-Christmas, they're not for it. And they take this one last adventure, which gets them back in that Christmas spirit. And I think that's what a Christmas film needs to be, a film that gets you in the Christmas spirit. Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's about the daughter as well. The daughter loves Christmas. Yeah, she so loves it. The daughter every doesn't. year does a little video as well to try and get it for the dad, to like, to try and get him into it, and obviously trying to find Santa. Dear Santa, this is Kate Pierce. I think it was Kate yeah, Pierce. Yeah, yeah. so it's, um, I remember it well. It's a really good film, actually. So, um, yeah, if you haven't seen it on Netflix, the first one, and they also did the second one. Sorry to do a spoiler if you haven't watched the first one. <laughs> but they're both really good films. Yeah, that is why it's my number four, Chris, The Christmas Chronicles. Oh, I wonder now, because we might get to a couple of bits where we've got the same. Because, example, my number three film is Love Actually. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, you know, I thought there's going to be more crossovers on this one than there's going to be on any other one. There will be. But, yeah, obviously Jason's already given you the synopsis very kindly about Love Actually. So it's going to tell you about it. But um, I actually had only seen it once, which was oh. um, when it came out um, recently after that. And I think our mum also loves it. Um, it's, it's one of Sophie's favourite Christmas films ever. One of our favourite films ever, I think, Living on Christmas. Christmas. So um, I believe last Christmas we watched it to remind myself and I thought, actually I forgot how good this film is because it is really good. Um, so I thoroughly enjoyed Love Actually, it was brilliant. Um, hence why it is my number three on the list. Yeah, I, I can't really add much more onto it but you said as well it's just such a fun film and it is it's got those all the different stories I think what makes it better because it's not just one story because it's these different stories and they interlink as well and some people know others and yeah, really is such a fun film to watch and even though it is a Christmas film you probably could watch it outside of Christmas oh well. easily yeah 
Yeah, it's really enjoyable. So it's quite an enjoyable film to watch at any time and you can watch it whenever really and it gets you in the um, happy spirit. It's a very easy watching. And like Jason said, there's loads of big actors and actresses who are in it. Another one I forgot to mention is Emma Thompson. She's in it, isn't she? Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's loads of big actors and actresses who are in it and um, it's just a really feel-good film and there's some good music in it. If you've forgotten some music from the early 2000s, there's a couple of forgotten British songs in it which are also worth a listen, um, such as I believe the main ones by the Sugar Babes, isn't it? Lost in You is the main Yeesh, one of them. That's one of them. And then you've got, um, isn't it Gabrielle? Is that an out of reach? Well, the best one is the one made for the film with Bill Nye. Is, um, oh, I think so it's good. Billy Mack, his name was. Yeah, that's And it. he does Christmas, Christmas all around yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> he does the wet, 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 um, love is all around us, but does Christmas is all around us instead. <laughs> <laughs> I came I on the radio, that. I came on the TV the other day. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> Christmas is around us. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good film. So, what's your number three? My number three. Bit left field, I've gone for a miracle on 34th Street. Which is where the quote earlier was from. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and I thought, oh, it's not. It's the 1994 version I've gone with, not oh, with really? the old, not the 1947 version. Ah, okay. So, just the plot synopsis for this one um, Susan, a child, obviously, and her mother, along with the help of a lawyer, must defend a man, Chris Kringle, from being institutionalised. In order to do so, they must prove that he is the real Santa Claus. Sienna. I think what the, I think the definition of a Christmas film is a film which either revolves around Christmas or has the spirit of gets you uplifted for Christmas. And this does both because it's very much... That has that hostility and nihilism of he's not Santa Claus, Santa isn't real. And then throughout, the, obviously as a film audience, you know he's real, but it makes you believe throughout these people are thinking, well, actually, could he be the real Santa Claus? And well, actually, to be sane, should we just say that he's the real Santa Claus? Because this guy is so lovable and he is basically Santa. And yeah, I won't spoil it for anyone what happens at the end, but it's got one of those really feel-good, very takes you back to your childhood nostalgia days is the best way to describe it. Plus, it has Richard Attenborough in it. Oh, really? Yeah, not he plays um, Chris Kringle. Okay, cool. That's cool. Like that. So, yeah, it's a good film, actually. You know, it's a film I've only ever seen once. Yeah. I haven't I've, seen it again, but I've only seen it once. I've seen it a few times. Really enjoyable, though. I think I just like the whole... Like, you could do the whole he's Santa Claus, like Santa Claus films, and they're really fun as well. But I think I like the aspect that he was actually Santa and no one believed him. It was very like real life based in that sense that no one's going to believe he's Santa or you're adults. Of course, you're not going to believe it. But throughout the film, a lot of characters just start to think, actually, could he be Santa Claus? Like, and that starts to get them that Christmas spirit back. I think that's what's so good about it. It brings, it has that nostalgia trip for everyone. Absolutely. So that is good. I like that. I'll have to watch it again, actually. Maybe I'll watch it this Christmas. So there you go. jog my own memory. So thank you for that. Because oh. I've forgotten to watch it. Oh, well, no problem. You know, you can just call me real Chris Kringle. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about consumer feedback and consumer advice here. So make sure to tell everyone else about the podcast and about our favorite Christmas films and see what you can tell us what your favorite Christmas films are as well. We'll be all over the social media. So if you wanted to put it on your Instagram, you can comment to us and tell us what your favorite Christmas films are we look forward to hearing if yours are the same as ours exactly well speaking of hearing if yours are the same as ours let's see if aaron has stolen my number two 
My number two. It's funny, actually, because it's almost like you've scripted it because my number two is one you've already said. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. Exactly. My number two is Christmas Chronicles. Oh. <laughs> it was just so good because I really enjoyed, as Jason alluded to, I really enjoyed Kurt Russell as Santa. And um, I put both, unfortunately. Sorry, I put two films as number two. But um, Christmas Chronicles one and two because they're both really good. Now, that one uh, I'll accept because technically they're the same film in the franchise. So I'll accept that one. Same film in the franchise. <laughs> I'll say franchise. Same two films yeah, same franchise <laughs> but yeah so um, they were really enjoyable so Christmas Chronicles um, they were our um, number one that's my number two sorry um, number one and number two of the films but they're really good storyline um, Netflix did a really good job of making those films and making them really good Christmas films so um, they were definitely ones that we would recommend definitely ones I would recommend to watch if you haven't seen them already so that is my number two Jason's already talked to us about what they're about so I haven't got to go through it but they're really good films well, Aaron's just seen my number two because <laughs> he glanced at my uh, tablet that I was getting up the plot synopsis for. So I may as well get it over and done with now. My number two, very controversially, because some people say it's not a Christmas film, <laughs> is Die Hard. Oh. <laughs> and Aaron, said before this, Aaron said before this, Die Hard's going to be your number one. It's obvious. It's not. But <laughs> Die Hard is one of the best action films out there. If you haven't seen it, then here is a plot synopsis. Um, hoping to spend Christmas with his estranged wife. Christmas with his estranged wife. <laughs> detective John, or New York City detective John McClane arrives in LA. However, he learns about a hostage situation in an office building, and his wife is one of the hostages. McClane has to go around the building, picking off the terrorists one by one, before trying to save his wife in time for Christmas. I made up the last line. <laughs> now, I do have to say, Bruce Willis said it isn't a Christmas film, but Bruce Willis doesn't know anything because he does poor films now. So, you know, we'll ignore what Bruce Willis says. But, oh, sorry. Do you know what came up the other day, right? I was on Netflix the other day and it came, no, no, actually, it was on Channel 5, the remake of Death Wish. Oh my God, that one was terrible. That's such a poor, I watched I 10 minutes, I watched 10 minutes and thought, no, can't watch this anymore. I didn't mind it because the originals were hardly good they were hardly good but they just had that rough edge about it the new one was just but yeah that's another one um <laughs> yeah die hard is just in my eyes the reason it's a christmas film is because i said earlier about it's either got to be revolving around christmas or it's got to have that spirit of christmas about it and in my eyes die hard has a spirit of christmas in that if you look at it is about one man who literally just wants to spend christmas with his wife because he loves her he hasn't seen her in ages and it's being halted by these terrorists and he kills a terrorist and gets to spend Christmas with his wife at the end which is why I consider it a Christmas film because not only does it revolve around <laughs> Christmas it even finishes on Christmas Day it has two Christmas songs in there but it is very much about the spirit of a man just trying to spend Christmas with his family so yeah that is why Die Hard is on this list but in talking about it as a film yeah, I mean, it's one of the greatest action films ever made. Oh, I mean, the plot of it is just brilliant. The way that they make it, into, especially in the 80s, where it's very much the action hero was this muscle-bound man, like an Arnold Schwarzenegger type. And they make Bruce Willis, who's this sort of wise-cracking, skinny guy, not ordinary-looking guy. Yeah. And he becomes a hero. He saves the day. He gets hurt as well. He does get bloodied, does. hurt throughout the film. It's not like... He just does these wonder scenarios where he just comes up with something. He gets hurt throughout it. He suffers a lot of pain. And his wife doesn't exactly take him back with open arms as well. But I love it because it's about one man just trying to get over these struggles. It's the glass. Do you remember when he shoots the glass and he gets on the blood on his foot? Hmm. When he gets on the blood, when he gets shot, when he goes, schist and finster. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot it. the glass. That's it. <laughs> and 
my favourite scene in the film is probably when he jumps off the building with a fire hose around him and he jumps off and he's like I'm never going up a tall building again and he just jumps up and he shoots That's his it. way in the window and like, oh that was so good that is very good <laughs> But I think my favourite part of it, obviously, oh, well, apart from um, obviously the late Alan Rickman, a bit of a tribute to you because it's a great film. Obviously, my favourite part is when the elevator and he gets him and they all look and there's the um, first terrorist he's killed and he just puts the note in it and goes, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Might as well call that the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. That was the moment. I think I've even put like a bit of a dramatic and um, pausing in between, but that is an excellent film. It was, yeah. In fact, for those of you who listened to our Acceptable in the 80s podcast, you'll note that I actually put it in the list in my Acceptable in the 80s. There you I go. won't say where if you haven't listened to it, because if you haven't, you can go back and listen to it and see where I put it. But Die Hard is one of my favourite films of all time. It's a great film. Yeah, it was such a, it's such a good film. And I think that it's very much... This, you ignore a lot of the sequels, but if you look at the first one, it just stands the test of time. It never ages as well. It's yeah. always going to be that good. It's a great film. Yeah. We did Nakatomi. Exactly. And it's a great Christmas film, Sophie Langley. <laughs> <laughs> so um, do you want to hear my rest of my films? Yeah, let's go from your five to two. Any honourable mentions you may have and hear your number one. Well, first actually, let's go over the predictions. What do you think I've put as number one? Um, see, I'd like to say Die Hard, but then... I feel like I'm trying to think of Christmas films here. So ones I've written down. I don't think my number one will be your number one. No. Don't think at all. I reckon it's either going to be Die Hard or Elf. Oh, well, we should find out. Mm. Should we find let's, out? Let's so, right. So just go back through. So my number five was Home Alone. Number four was The Grinch. Number three was Love Actually. And number two was Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2. Now, I've got some honourable mentions. One I think Jason's going to hate. Um, one was Jingle Jangle, which was that last year. That was really good. Never seen it, to be fair. It was quite good. Forrest Whitaker was in it. Yeah. And also someone actually I went to school with was in it as well, which was quite funny. There you go. Um, and then Die Hard was in my honourable mentions oh. because I was unsure if it was... A- it is a Christmas film, in my opinion, but I don't think that all the listeners feel the same. Oh, who cares? <laughs> you know, it's your list. This is very true, but I thought, well, I don't know they all feel the same, so I've taken it out of my top 10 I didn't and we also said before that we wouldn't put Die Hard in the Christmas film list we did say it before <laughs> but then immediately Aaron says no no don't bother with that and then I'll change my mind and didn't put it in <laughs> so I didn't have it in there and my other Christmas film I don't know if it is Christmas or it's just because it's in snow is Frozen genuinely oh my god why, why? <laughs> it's so it's honestly very good is, is it a Christmas film it's a, It's in snow. It's, it's in Christ- snow. <laughs> it's in snow. It's Christmas. Die Hard 2's in snow. <laughs> and Die Hard 2 is a Christmas film. I just didn't put it down because it's nothing like Die Hard 1. <laughs> so, in, what's it? Um, the Hateful Eight's in snow. <laughs> it, oh, yeah, it is as well. Why didn't I write that down? That's, that, that's got to be at Christmas. <laughs> it's a Christmas film. So, <laughs> But Jason would be correct in that my number one Christmas film is Elf. Ah, uh, yeah. Because it's so good. Yeah. Because it's just such a good film. Will Ferrell is just hilarious. He plays Buddy the elf who has come down from Santa's grotto um, and he ends up with a family who think that he's basically chatting rubbish when he says that he has come from Santa's grotto and that Santa exists. The dad is just absolutely no way, he's not no way Santa exists um, and the family all think that he's brilliant. Um, but yes, yeah, so you've got Santa, you've got um, him, you've got also Zoe Deschanel and you've got him working in the store where he is an, an elf um, and it's, it's just a really, really good, funny 
feel-good Christmas film, and it's my favourite Christmas film, which is a bit like saying it's my favourite brand of cheese, but it is my favourite Christmas film because it is absolutely brilliant. Um, I believe it came out in 2003, if not mistaken, something along those lines. Yeah, it was 2003. Oh, look at that. I remember that without even having to look. Um, but yeah, Elf is a brilliant film, and it's so funny, and Will Ferrell is such a funny actor, one of my favourites, actually. So um, yeah, that is definitely in there, um, and that is my number one Christmas film is Elf, which is brilliant. And you've even got all so Zoe Deschanel doing some nice singing um, and she's also really good in it actually um, but yes yeah, great film yeah I do have to admit it was really good and to be honest with you with Will Ferrell I sort of over the years I've gone off him yeah. I think it's just because at first I thought it was hilarious when I was younger but now I just watch his films and I think he's just really annoying shouty <laughs> <laughs> like there's like, I don't dislike him but I've just gone off him massively because I just think in his films all he does is just shouts that is very true because it's exactly the same when you watch Anchorman which I used to think was absolutely hilarious when I was about 21, 22 and when you watch Anchorman you see in that he's basically spent most of it shouting didn't he yeah and it's just like alright it's just getting a bit overbearing now I do still find it funny though oh yeah it's still <laughs> funny yeah definitely <laughs> mainly actually because of Steve Carell because of Brick <laughs> <laughs> but that gets us onto another film day <laughs> there you go that's another list that we can do <laughs> Top, well, top Will Ferrell films. Oh my god, there'll <laughs> be one in mine, or <laughs> maybe two. <laughs> so go on, let's have yours. Let's see what your number one is. I'm intrigued. Well, similar to you, let's see if you can predict it. Let's give you a little prediction. What? What your number one is? Yeah, I think your number one it might be one I've already said. I think your number one might be Home Alone, but I don't actually know um, because you said it's a bit. It's, you're definitely not going to have it as your number one, but I reckon one, your number one could be Home Alone because I know you like that film. Um, or if you fancy being a little bit soppy, it could be you've had number one as a holiday. But I think that your number. But I think your number one might be Home Alone. Rachel just smiled at me when he said the holiday number one because <laughs> she that that is her number one Christmas film. <laughs> we and shall I think it's Jason's out. now. <laughs> well, we shall find out. So my number five was Love Actually. Number four, The Christmas Chronicles. Number three, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the nineteen ninety four version. Number two, you know, At the Haters, Die Hard. <laughs> and my honourable mentions, I had three. So I had The Snowman. Oh, good! Yeah, that's a good mm. shout. I forgot about Walking that. in the air, yeah, I absolute classic. Our dad's favourite as well. That Loves that film. Yeah. Um, I had Home Alone. Oh. Honorable mention at me, Sophie Langley. <laughs> and another honorable mention, The Holiday. <laughs> yeah, daggers from Rachel. <laughs> Both the ones I said that weren't number one. I do. To be fair, I used to dislike a holiday, but I actually really like it. I've been. I say I've been forced. It usually comes on TV and I'm watching it, and I think the more I watch it, the more I enjoy it. Yeah, I actually like that one. Do you know, it wouldn't have been on my list, but the thing with the holidays, I've seen it so many times. Like when, every year from when it came out till basically the two last year. In fact, every year I've watched the holiday, and I basically because I know it like it's the back of my hand. That's not why. It's, that's why it's not on my list. So. Um, otherwise it would have been because it's actually quite a good film to be fair but and also it's got um, Cameron Diaz in it which is worth seeing there you go and Kate Winslet as well mm. absolute babe um, <laughs> but my number one let's see if you can guess it Lethal Weapon what? no I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> although technically that is set around Christmas um, what like Frozen? <laughs> yeah well no they actually say the last line of the film is Merry Christmas and it has a Christmas song on but no it's Great. not Lethal Weapon my number one is the 1947 classic. Is it 1946 classic? It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah. That's a good film. Yeah. I, I did lo- see that earlier. Yeah, I love that film. The yeah? plot of it. I'll read out the plot for everyone. George Bailey, a bit. this is very blunt, a businessman, is suicidal. 
An angel named Clarence is sent to help him. He decides to show Bailey what life would be like if Bailey wasn't born. So, similar to the Marvel What If, it's very much like that, but 1940s. Um, it's a very, if I'm being honest with you, in the most of the film is very depressing because it shows you George Bailey basically failing in life. Everything that he's given up, he's sacrificed. Like he, I think his brother went and became a big mega hit star and it all stemmed because George saved his life and he ended up being deaf in one ear. Um, there's a part where he could have left home, but he decided to stay home and help the family business. The family business gets basically overrun and the villain who was Mr. Potter. Um, he basically just tries to make his life a living hell by saying, well, you need a loan and you're going to be able to take it from me. And then basically he's just, yeah, dastardly old villain. And the whole film is George Bailey just, yeah. And from there, the angel comes and shows him, well, if you're not born, this is what happens. Basically your wife is up, she's unhappy. She's on the streets, your friends, they don't do well. They don't do as well as when you're around because you anchor them the town falls apart and the very last bit of the film the last 10 minutes are probably the most uplifting films and scenes in cinema you ever see because it's so aside from mr potter not getting his comeuppance <laughs> you it's so uplifting and everything that happens is very much like it's christmas morning and he realizes actually i want to live i'm really happy i've got such a great family and it's these really sweet scenes everything the bad that's happened gets reversed because everything's like everyone's started to help him out make sure that he's okay it's one of those films that's so uplifting just as i said it's not the most happy film throughout but the last 15 minutes are probably the most uplifting scenes you'll see in film oh that's nice it sounds like the um, the other classic film click <laughs> <laughs> yeah one classic to another <laughs> that's what i said because i knew you go oh that's not a classic and it isn't <laughs> even though it's very funny and christopher walker his jokes but um yeah that's a good that's a good choice actually wonderful life you know a film neither of us have actually mentioned at all is white christmas i mean too fair i probably yeah i haven't watched it so it makes sense yeah it's from, well, yeah. It's from, that's from i think 1943 i mean like another that. film that we haven't mentioned was the polar express yes yeah, i mean i've never seen it but all i hear is i haven't heard good things all i hear is you have to watch it because it's a christmas film not that it's a good film yeah to be fair that's a good that's a good point i mean i have seen it it's all right it's um it's not my favourite Christmas film or anything like that at all. It's not not even near. Even if we had a top ten, it wouldn't be in a top ten. I go. wouldn't have it in there. So it's all right. Yeah, but... I mean, Lethal Weapon's got to be in there. <laughs> it's in a Christmas film. A film actually we haven't mentioned that we did allude to, but we didn't put in our list was Bad Santa. But mm. um, I didn't have that in my list because I thought it was a bit annoying him just being Santa, but grumpy Santa. But it's actually quite. It was not a bad film. It was Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, that's it. It was fun. Like it was a good film, but it wasn't amazing i wouldn't put it in the top 10 mm. similar to what you say about the polar express it was it was all right but i wouldn't put it in the top 10 yeah and it's um and i would have well i think my number six would have probably been um one and likely would have actually well i wouldn't have put die hard in the list but what, what was the one you said a minute ago you said oh what it would in the holiday actually would have been number six we'd had six it would have been i reckon it would have been home alone then the holiday yeah then what was the last one i said i'm getting over myself the snowman oh the snowman yeah i yeah. forgot about the snowman actually yeah I think of it as just like a, um, almost like, you know when the Queen has her, um, her annual speech on Christmas Day? Mm. I almost think of the snowman, like the Queen's annual speech. So I sort of forget about it. But it's a very, very good um, film, and I forget it is one. And like you rightly say, it's also our dad's favourite. Yeah, no, he used to always, whenever that song comes on the radio, he loves it, loves talking about it. 
Mm. But yeah, those are our Raising the Bar top five Christmas films. Um, as Aaron said before, make sure you let us know on our Instagram, raisingthebar.podcast, what your favourite Christmas films are. Absolutely. So we look forward to hearing what you guys think and what your favourites might be. Um, and then we can find out what we're going to do for the following weeks. Are we going to talk about what we're going to do next week or should we keep it a secret? I think we'll let them know. So next week, we are going to be doing back to the top 10 Christmas songs. Top 10. There we go. We've remembered how to count to 10. So we're going to go back to 10 and do our top 10 Christmas songs and um, see what you guys think of them. And plus, you get to hear some of our fantastic singing, fantastic being sarcastic. Plus, the debut of Raising the Bar's Christmas single. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to make a song now. I might even make a little Christmas rap because I can do a little rap. Oh, not Yep, yep. Jason loves a wrap. He loves yeah, he when put, I wrap. He, he puts pigs in blankets, turkey all in it, you know, bit of mayo. Lovely wrap. <laughs> turkey running with Surtie. Cheese! Oh <laughs> oh and calendar, wrapping with stamina. <laughs> on that note <laughs> but yeah thank you so much again for listening guys um, also thank you for joining us and being in the Christmas spirit um, we may even have some celebrity guests next week you never know but we'll keep you posted with who we're going to have on it for next week but thank you so much for listening and um, we really hope that you've enjoyed listening to our favourite Christmas films and we can't wait to hear what yours are too and as always guys stay frosty New York very good I like that stay frosty and then yeah you guys be festive you guys be festive